the holidays are happening. They're here and they are upon us. We have Halloween behind us and all of the holidays, all all of which that are celebrated from now until springtime. And I wanted to just share with you some of my holiday sanity-saving hacks that free up my mental load when it comes to the holidays. Now, of course, I could do a health and fitness related one. I will do an updated one of those, but this is really some hacks for moms during this busy time to help free up your brain space, free up the mental load that we carry with all the tests and the things and the events and the bring this and the that. I'm going to share with you some of my tips that really help me through this really busy time of year. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. Okay, so I've got holiday hacks for you. We're going to talk about a lot of things, and I hope that these are just really helpful for organization, for keeping the mental load out of your brain and into things that will be helpful tools for you. The first thing is during this crazy busy time where it's a remember this, oh, then there's that and da, 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 use your phone calendar or your reminders. I am the type of person that loves my pen to paper planners. I absolutely love my pen to paper planners. I love my, even my chalkboard planner that sits in the front of our entryway. So I see it as I'm leaving. My husband sees it as he's leaving. I'm really kind of getting the kids into seeing it as they are walking out the door as well. Kind of just part of our rigmarole, especially now that it's winter time and they are putting on their snow gear before heading out to all of the things or for the morning routines or whatever it is. I'm like, oh, look, it's Tuesday. What does that mean? Da, 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 da. And that's been helpful. Yes, paper planners are so helpful, but during this busy time, use your phone calendar or reminders. So then that way, when something is minuscule, right? Like it's micro, something to remember, but you don't want it taking up the brain space because we only have a limited amount of brain space. And as moms with kids and activities, with kids doing this, that, and the other thing, you want to have essentially a support assistant helping you with this load. And your phone can be a very useful tool for that. So an example of this is when we were leaving church last week, for their Wednesday night activities, somebody had said, hey, remember next week is pajama day. Literally, I had no idea that it was going to be pajama day the following week. So when we got out to the car, you know, the kids were in their seats. Before I hit reverse, I put a reminder in my phone to remind me a half hour before 
church activity that it was pajama night. So now, while it still is living kind of rent-free in my brain, it j- actually just popped up this morning when I was outlining this podcast episode because I was like, that is how smooth and seamless and simple it is. Another one is a certain camp that my son is going to and trying out, putting his wrestling shoes into his backpack needs to happen on various days. So I set a reminder in the morning to go off at about the time, you know, where I'm making breakfast at about the time and kind of getting backpacks ready or glossing over the backpack situation. I have wrestling shoes at just popping up as a reminder throughout that time frame. Okay. And while I will have it written on the calendar, while I'll have it in my paper planner, all of those things, I just really want that assistant helping me out being like, oh yeah, remember you have to put this in their backpack or it's this dress up day or there's this type of concert or blah, 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 blah. All of those little things just either create a calendar event in the calendar that you use or use whatever reminder app that your phone has. You guys are going to ask me what what calendar do I use? What um, reminder app do I use? I use the ones that come with my phone. Okay. So I have those on my iPhone already. If there is a more systemized one, the whack, go ahead, knock yourself out. But I just find that during, I don't use my calendar on my phone or reminders on my phone as rigidly as I do during this time of year. It's like literally, I think of something, put it in the phone. Think of something, put it in the phone. Think of something, put it in the phone. Even when it comes to some of the calls that I'm having for work and all of that, I'm getting, I'm really good at doing my paper planner, but I'm getting better at using my digital calendar and I think doing this one step at a time with just using it as reminders or event reminders I am finding it is such a helpful tool it feels like a little mini assistant being like ping remember they're wearing their pajamas ping remember you need this or ping remember and all of these things feel kind of like an assistant to me. And yes, I am one where like the notifications on my phone for social media and all of the distracting notifications are off. Pretty much the only notifications I get on my phone are text messages. And so sometimes when reminders pop up, it's kind of like annoying. But when I'm like, oh gosh, I'm glad. And I've set it around the time frame where I know it'll be beneficial. Like I'm not setting up the reminder for the wrestling shoes at 9 p.m. when the wrestling shoes are in Bryce's room and he's sleeping and then I have to be like, oh yeah, popped up at 9 p.m. But I can't go in there and get them right now and I don't want to get out of bed to go put them into the backpack for the morning. I set the reminder around for the time where I can put it into motion, right? Like I can take care of it and it could just be like whoop, whoop, whoop and set through. I think you guys kind of get the point on that, but this one has been literally the most helpful for me. And as somebody who's not super huge into using a digital calendar, gosh, sometimes it just feels so supportive to use the reminders, to use the digital calendar and put alerts on those events. So I'm not carrying around this mental load all of the time. This next one, I hope that you implement right away because it will be so helpful for when you are doing Christmas shopping or last minute gift ideas or anything like that. So 
create a note on your phone. So once again, the notes app popping up in a system because a lot of times for me, I'll think of a really great gift idea when I'm on the go. So I will think of something maybe when I'm scrolling or maybe wherever, but create a note on your phone that's just really like you could title it Christmas gifts or you could create a folder, which is what I do. But essentially, you're just making a list. If you're doing a single gift ideas list, you could put the item and then who for. So this for husband, this for child, this for teacher, this for that. And then when it is you're out and about shopping or when you are ordering stuff, you can just sit down with that list, order, 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 and it's done. And you're not like scrolling around, shopping online, being like, what would be good for this? Who would be good for that? And then a lot of times overspending happens. So I do something where I create a folder in my phone and it is titled Christmas, okay? And this is getting to be so important because guess what? Both of my kids can read. Both of my kids can read. And on my five-year-old's last birthday, I wrote down what I was, or no, it was my seven-year-old's birthday. I wrote down on paper, I can't remember if it was my planner, I can't remember if it was just like a random piece of paper, but I put out a list of things that I was getting for my seven-year-old's birthday, and my five-year-old read it all and knew exactly what was going to be happening for his brother's birthday, and I was like, note to self, no more like post-it note or in a notebook or written out in my planner type of like gift organization because guess what my kids can read (laughs) we have hit that age where you got to start being a little sneaky and so I have a folder on my phone and I have one for each child I have one for my husband and then I have miscellaneous gift giving so If I think of, oh my gosh, this would be a great idea for teachers, this would be a great idea for that, I thankfully have a communication open with distant family members that we're just not going to do present exchange in that kind of way. We spend the time together. My parents buy gifts for the grandkids, but I don't buy for my brother's kid. Like We kind of have those types of relationships where we have openly said like we don't need to exchange gifts that's just you know I'd rather my brother spend that on his family my in-laws spend that on their families like my kids have legit like we kind of have that talk of we all have enough stuff so but there are just those random you know we had our daycare lady just meant so so much and there's a couple times where I thought of extra special things for her and you know, there's just the miscellaneous. So I would write all of that down. Sometimes I get a really good idea in the summertime for my husband's Christmas gift. And I'm so glad that there have been times where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm getting him. And I've popped open that list either, you know, post Christmas. Sometimes I see what others get their significant others. My husband's birthday is in March. So I put it into his gift section and then that becomes his birthday present. So this is just kind of a cool system. I'm not 
updating it or on top of it all of the time. It's just one of those things where when I have the thought of like, oh my gosh, Bryce would really like this for Christmas, I put it in there. So if a grandparent or we're wondering kind of what to get him, then we're not just standing in a store or looking around online browsing. It can be kind of seamless specific and and whatnot. So this note or this folder is really, really helpful for keeping things. And then guess what? When you're out and about shopping, you have your phone with you all of the time, right? So if you're out and about shopping and it's not something you want to pick up just yet, you could even do some price matching type of stuff. You do you on how, how, detailed you get with this type of organization system for me it's just for those one-off thoughts of like oh jay would love that bryce would love this i could put that and blah 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 even i'm we're not gonna talk about the magic of christmas and you know you're you don't want to we're not going there um if you're listening to this with kids in your car but there's just a lot with motherhood and gift giving and buying all of those things and then, oh, I love this one. This is a communication. This next hack is a communication hack and just straightforward way for you and your significant other to get on the same page about what's important and what's not because you do not have to go to every important event. You don't have to do everything. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to go to everybody's this, that, or the other thing. And so one way, and I heard this on a different podcast and it is literally slipping my mind, but it's really talking about on a scale of one to 10. On a scale of one to 10, how important is this to you? And then how important has, has, have your partner answer that question on scale of one to 10, how important is this to you? And if you both answer that and you're like, it's a three for me, then it, you can be like, then it's a no, then it's a no. If one partner is like, this is a nine for me and it's a three for you, that might be that little give and take when it comes to something with your significant other on buckle up and do it because it's important to them. Because if something is a nine to me, but a three to my husband, then we can figure it out. Maybe it's something where I'm like, oh, this is something I know I would enjoy. You stay home with the boys and maybe I'll bring a friend or whatever it is. You don't have to do everything just because everybody else is doing that. And this even came to a thought for me where last year it was kind of the first year there was some type of program for my child in school and he ended up being sick on that day. And I was talking to another parent of like, you know, sometimes with a lot, if they have a lot of different things, just let the person know ahead of time, like, they can be involved in the like coordination of it. But if it really doesn't feel right for you and your family, oh, I'm sorry, we're just, you know, we're not going to be there for the actual program because there's a lot of reasons why people miss out on things. Maybe it's vacation, maybe it's travel, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's this, maybe it's none of their business. You're just overloaded and overwhelmed in your family and you just need a night at home. But that's up for you and your discretion between communication between you and your partner as a family unit and if something is on a scale of one being low priority 10 to being really important and really something that they want to do compromise or navigate but sometimes you may have something that you've always done or always prioritized 
and you ask like on a scale of one to 10, how important is this to us? And you answer two and he answers a three. And then you're like, why have we been doing this? Why have we been prioritizing this all of the time? And then it really helps you eliminate the minutia and focus on what matters. And I didn't sit down with my husband and have a big like detailed explanation of you know, should we do this? Should we do that? It was literally one time he brought to me something and I was like, on a scale of one to 10, how important is it for you to go to that? And then he said a number and I said, well, I'm sitting out of this. And that helped dictate and determine, like I, we both realized it wasn't important to us. So guess what? I didn't have to figure out a babysitter. I didn't have to da, 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 da. And we missed out, quote unquote, missed out on that event. But also like my husband and I are also starting to really enjoy going out and doing things and being social. So there's that that dance between picking and choosing what we're going to do and what we're not, right? And this helped really communicate it for us. The next one is, here's your reminder, because we are beginning of November, order the outfits now and it's okay to rewear. And this is kind of note to Joelle, note to myself. I literally picked out like two outfits that are dressier type outfits for my boys and through the various holidays that we have they're going to rewear those things if they're going to if you catch my kids in the same outfits because they just my kids just don't wear dress up clothing on the day to day and therefore I don't want to force them to wear it I don't want to buy like there's just going to be the outfit repeat when it comes to my boys. And this might not be applicable to all of you because Lord knows if I had a little girl and if she liked dresses, she would probably have a closet full. Between my mother and I, she would probably have a closet full to choose from. But it's okay if there's a rewear. It's okay if you rewear an outfit. If you have one outfit that makes you feel amazing and you wear that to every single holiday this year, you rock that outfit because it makes you feel amazing because it's a it's an outfit that you like. It's an outfit that you feel good in, right? Know what those things are. Have them on hand and rock them. Rock them as many times as you want to. Um, the next one is, and this is a new to me information, but is really going to be helpful all year round, is create a family email. I le- learned about this on the Being Better Everyday podcast, and it was an episode between Julie and her sister-in-law, who is a mom of three corporate working gal. She's got a lot on her plate. She also volunteers, involved in church, and she just off the cuff was like, we created a family email and my husband has access to it. And when we sign up for things for school and this and that, we need reminders. We use the family email. And I was like, this is literally genius because there are times, especially with some things like with certain activities, sporting events, I'm like, husband, that's you. That's you. Fill me in. But like, I'm not. So he'll like forward me an email. That's a communication. I'll forward him an email. That's like a communication of some sort. And then I'm like, okay, 
No, this family, creating a family email, when I sign up for things from here on out, we are going to be using that family email. And guess what, you guys, my husband checks his email more than I do. So this is a hack. This is a hack where he's probably going to be more on top of this kind of stuff now. And that's okay because I carry a lot of the mental load in that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, what's for lunch today? The kids sometimes bring lunch and sometimes they don't. And I'm in the rigmarole of that. He doesn't have to think about that. So it's 100% fine if he's on top of an email and he's like, hey, did you see da-da-da? No, he just gives me the verbal explanation. I'll put it into my reminder or my calendar, this, that, or that. That's fine. That is A-okay, fine by me. I think I get some weird looks sometimes when moms are like, did you see this on Facebook? Did you see this via email? And I'm like, no, but Sean did. Because we cannot carry it all. And there's got to be a point at some point where you you're not the one holding everything because there's gonna be big time burnout so i thought that family email account was a genius idea and i wanted to share that with you guys and then here is the last hack and i hope it's the one that hits your heart the most know that everyone is winging it everyone has their strengths who you see on social media Some people have the strength of decor. Some people do not. Some people have the strength of volunteering. Some people do not. Some, we have our different strengths and we all need to do what we do and what they do. And they also have their own reasons for why they do what they do. They have their own reasons for why they do what they do. So you just stay focused on what you want the holidays to be for you. I'm going to say that again. Know that everyone is winging it. And everyone has their strengths of what they do and what they want to do. And everyone has their reasons for why they do what they do. So just stay focused on what you want for the holidays to be for you and your family. I won't repeat that a third time, but I really kind of want to because the reason why I set the reminder of this is because if you are on social media and you're seeing what other moms are doing or what they've planned or what they've organized or what their their tree looks like versus what your tree looks like, like, no matter what, where that par- comparison game seeps in for you, know that you have your strengths too. You have the things that are going to be special moments and memories for your kids. And guess what? If your kids aren't on social media, which mine are not, most young kids are not, but they're not going to even see what other people's stuff is like. And they don't care. They don't care. And the reason why I added in is they have their own reasons for why they do what they do. So just stay focused on what you want for the holidays is There were even times where, you know, okay, so I'm going to be like honest about this from the hindsight of I really understand that I grew up privileged. I grew up very lucky to wake up on Christmas morning to a mom that went all out, tons of presents, lots of presents, everything we wanted and more. Mom always went overboard. Mom still goes overboard. And it really wasn't until I was an adult that I understood why this is important for my parents because my dad did not grow up in that kind of upbringing. And it was a sense of pride for them to have this type of Christmas morning. And I think as hindsight and as adults, I 
can see how that even stems. Like I remember one of the first years where we were parents and I was keeping it real simple because I was like, he's a baby. He doesn't know when my parents went overboard and like it's his first Christmas. So everybody's going to have a present for him, you know? And I went really simple. And then for the first like three Christmases of our kids' lives, And then all of a sudden it would be like the week before Christmas and my husband would go out shopping and like he would just, I mean, load up. And now I can see that he also has that sense of pride that he gets to do this for his family because it's not something he grew up with. I mean, he, he kind of is, is, is in the same way of that. So if you see somebody that has like the home alone Christmas overload spew of presents and you do the something to read, something to wear, something I need, something I want, and you just do those four presents, I just hope that there's not judgment of one or the other. You do what is best for you in the holidays because you don't know why they go all out and they may not go, they may go all out and it might get them into debt. That's none of your business. They may go all out because of a certain, you know, childhood reason like I talked about. They may go all out just because they want to. They may go out because the mom really likes shopping. They may go all out for whatever reason. But I remember when I have recorded podcast episodes and there's some in the past I'm sure if you went back to like November of the past years where we talk about this where yeah sometimes it is an overload of toys sometimes there is a lot but also sometimes I understand like somebody is buying a gift because they want to show someone else they care and I like I'm just at the place where each year we kind of like navigate what's going on. I've even, you know, shared with people that there are some years where people have abundance to go all out and there are some years where there's not and that's a-okay. And so I try, I, I really should go back into my social media, but I really don't think I've shared like a Christmas morning picture where, you know, all of my kids' presents are under the tree onto social media because in a sense, that's private in my eyes. Like, I really am like, whether there's a lot or there's a little, I don't want it to cause any sort of, you know, less than or more than feeling somebody else just seeing this picture. But there also can be deep-rooted whys as to why people do what they do And I think what has hit hard for my heart for the holidays over the last year is like what what other people do and what they are doing is best for them. And that's okay if it's not for me. Like I remember there was a post going around a while ago about here's what you can give to family members so they don't buy your kids toys. And there were just so many comments of like both camps being like, this is amazing. Yes, this is so nice because I want to tell friends and family not to get all the junk. I don't want all the junk in my house. And then there's the other camp of like Christmas is for kids. And yeah, sometimes kids want that junk to just be excited about for a minute and then forget about. And I, it doesn't matter which camp you're in or if you're somewhere in the middle like me, just 
make your own discernment and then let others live. You know, sometimes I even see this like righteousness posting on social and I really just want to share and it's even kind of been on my heart to get off of social media in November and December because I've got a lot going on with work. I got extra things for work going on and I also have extra things for the kids and there's going to be holidays and school off and knock on wood sicknesses and as moms like that defaults on to mom always right so I really just I know I went on a rant about this and I probably should re-listen and take some parts out but I'm not gonna I'm gonna say it one more time know that everyone's winging it and everyone has their strengths and somebody's going to drop the ball and you're going to drop the ball. We all we all are winging it and they have strengths of what they're good at and they're, they have their reasons for why they do or what they don't do. So what's important is for you to just stay focused on what you want the holidays to be for you and your family and keep it your business and keep it your business. All right, my friend, thank you for listening today. Make sure that you are checking out things on Patreon. We welcome some really awesome members in the month of October. So I just want to welcome Anna and Katie and all of you guys that joined in and you Patreon members are so great and so awesome. We had some really, we had really good feedback on the Bible study as always, like the Bible study just kills it and the end of the year always leads to just some cool conversation around goal setting and the new year and realigning and as you guys know I follow the Horatio planning dream do they still call it dreamer summit but I bring a lot of that on to Patreon come the new year so if you really do want to recenter refresh get some goals stay focused during this holiday season have a breath of fresh air when it comes to content I hope my content's a breath of fresh air. Come on over to Patreon. It's $5 a month. Thanks for listening. Share with a friend and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard or you want to share your favorite episode topics, please leave a rating and review. This helps the podcast growth and gives people an idea of what the podcast is all about. Something new and exciting that I wanted to share with you before we go is that we now have a Patreon page. This has replaced the Feminine Edge Collective community in a cohesive place that is easier for me to manage and cheaper for you. If you are interested in our monthly classes, exclusive day in the life vlogs, Bible studies, community Q&A, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash living in sync and join for just $5 a month. Check out the show notes for any links or details of things referenced in today's episode, and I look forward to chatting with you in the next one.